ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮನನಂ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನಂ ಲಿಸನ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಬ್ಸಾರ್ಬ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಸಾಯಿರಾಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಲೈವ್ ಹೋಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಾಯಿ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಎಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಪಿ ಎಂ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಏಷ್ಯಾ ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿ ಗ್ಲೋಬಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಮನಿ ಇನ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ವಾಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈವ್ ಆನ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಜಾನುವರಿ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪ್ರೊಫೆಸರ್ ಸುಧೀರ್ ಭಾಸ್ಕರ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿ ಪಾರ್ಟಿಸಿಪೇಟೆಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಎ ಗೆಸ್ಟ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಆರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಮರ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಾಲಿಟಿ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ ನೈಂಟಿ offering a most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet dear listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nidhyasanam a series that we rebegan last week with the 1991 samakos discourses this is prem from team radio sai and with me is sai prakash and like last week we have with us professor sudhir baskar on behalf of all of us we invite you to join us in this week's program Sairam sir and Sairam sir Prakash Sairam Prem Sairam Prem and Sairam CG Sairam sir Sairam and uh, we began with that discourse last uh, week where we we saw how beautifully swami starts by laying out what he is trying to convey through this entire series not just this discourse or not just the beginning of the discourse in fact the entire samuko series where swami uh, where beautifully the title of the discourse itself is the end of education is character where the starting of a new summer course the first discourse and it's called the end of education is character and uh, we of course had all as always a beautiful padyam in the beginning where swami was speaking about how you might achieve uh, many things you might achieve scholarship you might be very courageous you might be very powerful but without selflessness in the heart and steadiness of the mind there is nothing that you have achieved through the process of education that's right he has always brought this out you know to an ordinary or i would say a person in the world who is not exposed or who is not uh, come across these teachings they would just say what is wrong with my life they would just say what is wrong with my life i am happy i have got i have studied well i have got a job i have got a family i have got a uh, i've got a lot of love from my family and uh, i'm leading a very successful life but then he says the only problem with all that is its temporary nature and he says you may be a great scholar you may be able to give the names of all the species of living beings you may study the eight limbs of scholarship that is the patanjali yoga you may master the patanjali yoga eight fold path but um, he says if you cannot control your body and senses and study the mind uh, what's the use of all that not a deviating from what you're saying i thought i'll put in the right perspective swami always forewarns us tells us in advance what is likely to come as in the first padyam itself about the series which he has talked about correct please look at the timing it was in may 1991 mm-hmm. and that was around that time mm-hmm. we opened up our economy right the economic reforms correct correct and going, you just right. see how much of things have got derailed hmm. after the economy got opened up in the pretext of development you know progress and whatever you may talk about the one thing which got totally derailed is the value you give to what you know or what you have mm-hmm which i'm directly referring to is about the salaries okay almost it became double and triple uh-huh. for the same job which you were doing before 91 <laughs> oh. in fact it's become much more easier to do the same job uh-huh. given and, the computerization and, and with that you know what happened is when you got so much of money in your hand what do you do few days you will eat more you'll buy few things but after that you no know, you're going to go to squander away doing things which are not right and that's mm. what you find in the place now just you see the way malls have got exactly exploded mm. and i don't know sometimes when i go on vacation 
my son takes me to one of his mom's dad let's go and see what is there mm. i go there because i talk about uh, teach marketing also i want to see what's actually happening what is the behavior <laughs> of customers i i just see what are things are there <laughs> i mean does it really allow us to have that type of a thing that's why i'm saying when you say moral values are getting corrupted these are small ways it starts and after that you know you look at you know what is happening in the taxis with bpos mm. look at all those things you know which are i'm not saying that no they are not needed but the thing is no the way it is turning out to be is not desirable so basically what we are saying and what somi has also brought out is uh, if you are catering to the needs of the body the senses and the mind beyond what they actually require so the body senses and the mind if you look at it in in a way our ancients led a life they didn't have any mall they didn't have any uh, flight they didn't have transportation they didn't have uh, computers they didn't have internet but they led a life nevertheless possibly uh, much more happier lives than what we are leading now yeah more, much better they would accomplish lot of things better than what we have been able to do what i'm saying is and the way swami started about talking about character and education mm-hmm. swami was trying to tell not only the students and teachers even the educators saying that look keep this in mind the population which is going to come out mm-hmm. the youngsters who are going to come out into the market into the world outside after going through your degrees just instill them so that when they they don't go wild outside correct since we aren't saying puttaparthi we are isolated you know we don't see much of them mm-hmm. any time you go to just stand for 10 minutes in any one of this you no know, like in abits in hyderabad or no mount road in <laughs> chennai or no marine drive in uh, bombay or karnat place in delhi you know what happens <laughs> what i'm saying is is that what the society wants and that's why swami was forewarning them please understand then all the 14 discourse if you look at step by step swami was providing all the inputs which are needed to prevent such a thing to happen right of course here swami is talking about what we try to achieve through education like you know swami says going to the moon or trying to know the uh, probably the nomenclature of all the species the taxonomy or whatever it is yeah. but i think all through uh, even in our epics even in our puranas there's this reference to you know trying to acquire knowledge just for the sake of probably showing off or to have that feeling of i am more superior to those who have not acquired this uh, knowledge but there is always that guru who tries to put it in perspective that the idea is to not necessarily become superhuman but at least start by being completely human or you know in that level where you are you're at least living the perfect human life i think it's that's a theme which is going to come later in the discourse in fact uh, in that very beautiful book swami rama has that episode where he's frustrated with his guru he's saying that i'm not learning anything from you mm-hmm. you know i'm not acquiring any siddhis mm-hmm. being under your tutelage so the guru says all right you can go and look for another guru so he goes and uh, apparently comes back after many years having learned the art of making fire yeah. without anything you know and <laughs> he comes and says that master you know i would learn this so he very childishly the master says oh, what have you learned show it to me and he creates fire and says says you've spent so many years of your life to acquire something which you could have got with 2 rupees with a matchbox <laughs> we could have bought all. a matchbox that's all you've acquired and then it strikes him that you know what his master is trying to teach is something much more profound and probably in all of us in in the desire to acquire something which is more flamboyant we are missing out something very basic and swami is drawing attention to that just uh, another perspective to the whole uh, poem and the first paragraph what we did last week is um what our ancients have always laid in front of us is the four goals of life dharma artha kama moksha and swami has often uh, stressed on that he said artha has to be earned in a dharmic way and kama has to be towards moksha so he says the artha the wealth has to be wedded with dharma and the desire what we have should lead towards moksha and if you lead such a balanced life i think everything falls into place actually one more example he gives for the same in another discourse when we were there for mba students was swami said like a river mm-hmm. the two banks of the river is dharma and moksha oh yes and he says no if you don't forget about this what happened to the water it will go wild that means your artha and kama mm. are going to freak out yeah this is like the two banks banks of the river correct correct so they regulate correct so that's what swami was also trying to tell us that no regulate your 
money which you get and the desires which you are having keeping these two in mind right and if you look at it swami even makes a statement of attachment to family and power is unrestrained mm. and in many ways if you see there is a very fine balance between attachment to family and being totally indifferent to family life where you see that happening a little in the in the western societies or influenced by that western kind of thing at the same time you have this too much attachment to the family where you know probably the individual goes to any extent to provide mm. for the family which is again a, a serious problem correct in uh, swami is mentioning about that balance mm. and of course the first one is mostly about uh, swami saying that how in in small ways science and technology is probably trying to bring welfare to the uh, to humanity but when absolutely unwedded from values and from virtues and uh, cultivation of those human values it doesn't seem to be doing as much good as it was intended to in the first place in fact i think we stopped with a question and i had wished you had not stopped in that place <laughs> last week but nevertheless the question was uh, the last line here says science has become all important and morality has declined what is the cause of such ret- retrograde progress in these two aspects i think that was the right. question so i'm saying that science is progressing there's no doubt about that at the same same time society and values are uh, falling declining so what is the cause for this uh, dual nature of society so we'll go to that next clip this again for listeners who have joined us only this week it's the 1991 samako series and we're playing the first discourse that's 20th of may 1991 inadu manavuniki kavasinatundi yokka pradhanam emiti what is it that man should aspire to become today pavitra hrudayulenatundi yokka ma bala balikalu kavali the need is to develop sacred hearts both boys and girls niswartha hrudayulu kavali they should become selfless people deshamulaku tama yokka jeevithanni tyagam cheseyatundi veerulu kavali they must become heroic in offering themselves as an offering for the protection of the kaani duradrushtavashyattu ee naati manavudu danakanaka vastuvahanadalu cheta sukhashantulu anubhavistamani praavistunnadu bramistunnadu but unfortunately today's man is deluding himself and feeling firmly that what he should develop is money wealth prosperity nijabuga tanakanaka vastuvahanayadu endu sukhashantulu ye maatramu nevu truly speaking one cannot find happiness or peace in money wealth okavela sukhamu andinchina tatkalikamaina kondi sukhamu andinchavachunemo kaani nijamaina kondi sukhamu baita prajasthithi endu kaani baita vastuvulu endu kaani manaku kaanaradu whatever little happiness one may acquire it may be only very temporary but you can never find permanent peace in the external world chhatrapati shivaji ki tanakanaka vastuvahanalu takku emeli emperor chhatrapati did not lack in wealth or prosperity kaani atanu samastha rabindasulu aashrayinchatamlo odinatundi antarartham emiti what is the inner significance of shivaji resorting to the great guru samartha ramdas for guidance janakunaku tanakanaka vastuvahanalu ye takkuva ledhi king janaka did not lack any material prosperity whatsoever kaani atanu yagnamalukuni aashrayinchatamlo undinatundi antarartham emiti but what is the reason in his approaching yagnavalka for guidance ide vidhamugane prachina kalam nundi bharatadeshamanandu raraajulanta kudanu yetraajulanu aashrayinchi vaari dwara shanti badhatannu andukogalutu vacharu this is the ancient tradition of india kings and emperors resorted to the great sanyasins and gurus who have renounced their world and sought their guidance and help kevalamu manavunaku pradhanamaitundi yokka shanti aatmagnanamunandu maatrame labhyamunu kaani anya margamulandu ye maatramu kodunu labhyamu kaadu man can find permanent and lasting peace only in the knowledge of self and spirituality inaati manavudu manavuni yokka manasu నైతిక ధార్మికమునందు ఇంత ఘోరముగా అచ్చిరించిపోవడానికి కారణం ఏమిటో విద్యార్థులు గుర్తించడం అత్యవసరం స్టూడెంట్ షుడ్ ఎసెన్షియలీ రికగ్నైజ్ ద రీజన్ అస్ టు వై దేర్ హస్ బీన్ సచ్ అ ఫాల్ 
in man's love for spirituality, morality and integrity. Education without character. Science without humanity. Business without morality. The political science is not based upon moral principles. The world has come to face innumerable problems. The students will have to restore the spirituality which has come to the nodding in man's life. Today. Students should develop the national spirit. Today's education is helping only to grow intelligence and cleverness, but not virtues and character. Today's student is transforming his head into a book, but in his daily life, he is not observing any human values whatsoever. What one can achieve by changing his head into a book and a book into a head is nothing, nil. One has to practice truth and true life in his day-to-day living. How can one develop this kind of human life? Man has lost fear of sin and love of God and thus man has destroyed the human nature and human qualities in him. This is becoming responsible for the world's revolution. Today's man has to fill himself with fear of sin, love for God and Morality in society. Man should not merely develop love for his own region. He must develop patriotism and love for the nation. Thus, he can bring about prosperity. Today's education concentrate only in developing cleverness and intelligence. But they never care to develop virtues and character in man. What is the use of having crores of worth, any amount of intelligence without virtue? What is it that he is going to achieve? What is it that he is going to get out of it? Therefore, today's students should develop human qualities and 
human values adiye the proper study of mankind is man thoughts versus action ee moodinte oka ekatvam atyavasaram the unity of thought word and deed must be the goal of every man ee naati manavu niyandu moodu kudanu bhinnamuga anubhavisthunnaru man is allowing these three to go in three different directions aakara manavuni valla lokaniki ye maatram kudanu prayojanam ledhu world cannot get any benefit from persons who are human beings only in form aachara manavudu ee naadu atyavasaram today's need is man should become man in prakinaati vaigyanugulu kaani rajakeeya vettalu kaani aneka vidhamulu gaakudu pillalaku prabodhisthu unnaru whether it is scientists or the politicians and leaders they are trying to teach a number of things to students kaani bodhanulu kaadu pradhanam but preaching is not what is ee naadu kavalsinadi evaru what is it that is required today godala paina rase vratalu vedikala paina kuse kootalu paper ikicheetundi vratalu ivi kaadu jagatunuku kavalsinatundi neeti niyamalato koodinatundi netalu kavali writing on the walls some slogans giving paper statements making big speeches on the platform are not the requirements and the need of the day what is required is morality and integrity integrated and practiced in daily life idi kevalamu aacharana roopamaitundi prabodhana salpari one has to teach based upon one's own practice aacharana roopamaina prachara prabodhamule ee naadu atyavasaramu today's need is practicing and preaching they should be taken together ఈనాటి మానవ జీవితము అమిత వ్యయంతో కూడి ఉంటున్నది టుడేస్ లైఫ్ ఈస్ బేస్డ్ అపాన్ ఆస్టెంటేషన్ అండ్ ఎక్సెసివ్ ఎక్స్‌పెండిచర్ ఈనాడు సాంకేతిక విజ్ఞాన శాస్త్రం విరివిగా పెరిగిపోయినది టుడేస్ సైన్స్ అండ్ టెక్నాలజీ హావ్ గ్రోన్ ఎనార్మస్లీ దీని వల్ల ఈనాటి సమస్యలు ఏ మాత్రం కొడను మనకు తీరవు బట్ దే కెన్ నెవర్ సాల్వ్ ద ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ ఆఫ్ ద డే మానవుని యొక్క సమస్యలు తీరవలనన్నా మానవుని ద్వారానే తీరవాలి ఇఫ్ యు వాంట్ టు సాల్వ్ ది ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ త్రూ మ్యాన్ మానవుని యొక్క ప్రవర్తన ద్వారానే ఈ సమస్యలు తీరిపోవాలి త్రూ చేంజింగ్ హిస్ ఓన్ కాండక్ట్ అండ్ బిహేవియర్ మానవుడు మానవుడిగా జీవించాలి మ్యాన్ హస్ టు లివ్ యాస్ మ్యాన్ కానీ ఈ నాటి మానవుడు దానవుడు అనే పసిరుడిలా జీవించడానికి ప్రయత్నిస్తున్నాడు బట్ టుడేస్ మ్యాన్ ఇస్ లివింగ్ ది లైఫ్ ఆఫ్ ఎ డెమన్ ఆర్ ఎన్ ఎనిమల్ కాదు కాదు మానవత్వం మానవత్వంగా మనం అభివృద్ధి గావించుకోవాలి but one has to develop the human nature and human qualities in human beings so that was the clip which we uh, the second clip from that discourse of course the beauty of swami's padyams you know so powerful yet so very succinct in their uh, meaning so so really beautiful and it's so wonderful to listen to swami's voice with that you know, that's exactly the point i mean um <laughs> very frankly after a long time we are listening to swami's voice again mm-hmm. yeah but for those who have the habit of listening to his discourse every day i'm sure um, there's so much in every sentence of swami but right now in this segment of the discourse i feel um, <laughs> i'm being shot at <laughs> because <laughs> the the sen- sentences are so powerful and swami is just you know bringing out the current uh, deplorable situation the situation where you know there is decline in morals and is bringing out such details and um, he's also giving solutions i think we'll go step by step right. in many many ways we look at it here in front of you is a community of students you know thousand people students as sunny no mincing words exactly the education is a setting no mincing words mm. so i'm saying what is what you know many times you look at it a spiritual discourse you tend to think that you know the master will be laid back and eyes half closed and hmm. a soft voice absolutely <laughs> not swami is thundering out there swami is really thundering and no uncertain terms swami is saying that what is wrong with the society today in fact i think swami has done it a couple of other times as well i remember uh, some of the old devotees mentioning that in 72 or 73 when he went to delhi mm-hmm. and addressed an assembly of bureaucrats he um, literally opened fire <laughs> and the, 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 um, you know that's why 
I remember um, this point from uh, the previous episode of Shravanam Mananam okay. where um, one of our professors was telling the three aspects of pure love he says selfless changeless and fearless fearless i mean absolutely fearless swami is just presenting your the current situation there is no mincing of words this is what it is this is what science yes there is growth in science and technology and uh, possibly that's uh, one of the reasons for the turmoil we are having today right no in this context uh, in 1999 when swami went to bombay Right, right. Uh, in the outskirts, you know, Swami gave a talk. Exactly, that's another occasion. Yeah. yeah. There, no, he was talking about all these business people, moneyed people, and all, and he was telling, give the example that you no, know, you are staying in a multi-story skyscraper. Did you any time just look out of your window and see what is there around you? Exactly. <laughs> and then Swami said, if that is the type of thing, no, does not your heart melt? <laughs> basically what swami is telling is he uses every opportunity to remind us what our duties and responsibilities are not our authorities and rights right so once we get our we do our duties and responsibilities automatically the rights will come but nowadays we do the reverse <laughs> we don't want to do any respond take up responsibility do any duty but now we want all rights and uh, right. privileges and it's so beautiful the example which swami is giving you know so very powerful the example of chatrapati shivaji and janaka you know trying to tell this body of students that we, what what was lacking in these two personalities emperors so, emperors and you know such influence and uh, power they had in the command and if they were to go and surrender to a master a man who has probably given up everything samarth ramdas or yagnavarkya in the other case you know if somebody who has achieved everything in life wants to readily go and surrender at the feet of somebody who has nothing in his possession then what is it which which is lacking even after you have achieved everything i mean is that in your sight when you are pursuing education correct and that also tells you know when you are trying to surrender what is it swami expects or what is he qualify your surrendering as Right. Yeah, very times, many times, when we surrender, we surrender. So many things we tell, but do we understand for the term what surrender is? Of course, subsequently, Swami explained what surrender means. So mm-hmm. I thought, no, that you, we should always keep in mind. In fact, there was uh, an episode which I have narrated possibly three times in the previous <laughs> Shravana Mananam. But you know, I just—it's uh, so powerful when you talk about surrender. There was this old devotee of Swami who asked him, Swami, is there a way I can bind you in my heart? Mm-hmm. I want to bind you. This is, in fact, the Vedic scholar who actually wrote Sai Gayatri, and he asked Bhagwan Swami, "I want to bind you in my heart. Please tell me in what way can I bind you? What tapas, what yagnam, what uh, homam I should do? What penance should I do?" Swami said, "Nothing can bind me." Then Swami, please, Swami, I want to bind you. I want to. Then Swami said, "You want to bind me? Yes, Swami. Take. I'm right here." <laughs> bind me i'm here standing in front of you why don't you bind me then he said no no not this kind of binding because <laughs> no rope can tie you up here i want to bind you in my heart so what is the way to bind you in my heart then swami said there is nothing that you do can ever bind me in your heart except one way so yes swami what is it swami said sharanagati surrender He says, the moment you surrender and you are carefree, you do what you want. You go. God has said, "Oh, this my <laughs> my so and so is going. I better take care before he goes and hits." The child is not bothered because the mother is right behind. <laughs> so you, you know, you surrender, and that's the beauty of surrender. And here, Swami brings in this beautiful aspect that you surrender to the master because you know that the master has the only thing of value, which. You have not got in any ways, you know, in the world. By right. any means, it's almost like a merger of a huge company with a startup. Yeah. You know, <laughs> overnight from being an employee of a small company, you become the employee of such a big. Yeah. <laughs> this one, and uh, also reminds me of that beautiful Chinnakatha which Swami would often say. You know, where a king goes on his expedition and he sees this sadhu sitting. Uh, without anything you know mm. bare body it is sitting there so the king takes pity and goes and gives him a bag of gold coins mm. so the sadhu just accepts you know he doesn't refuse anything he accepts and uh, then asks the king what are you doing here so he mm. says i've come on a expedition to conquer this land i'm a king from the neighboring kingdom and 
so he says uh, how big is your kingdom so he describes that it's from this part to, to that part okay. and so will you stop with conquering this and he said mm. no no i want to conquer more after this i'll go to the next kingdom mm. so then the sadhu gives back that bag of gold coins and he says you seem to be a bigger beggar than me <laughs> <laughs> i have no needs and i don't have any desire to go and co- you know nothing to achieve mm. but you don't seem to be satisfied at all so Correct. probably you should go you should you need this more than me so uh, here swami really brings out he says that peace for which you are looking for it cannot be got by any other means except knowledge of the self and um, that is a statement which really needs a lot of pondering because um, yes people have come they have lived their lives they have gone and they have died and um, uh, without knowing the four simple alphabets called a t m a atma <laughs> how many people have come and gone i mean knowledge of the self what is self i mean how many people have gone so what does it connote it connotes that yes you have a life which you have gone through and um, you come back unfulfilled again <laughs> so the circle goes on unless you really uh, step up to it and he says this is the only path knowledge of the self is the only path then of course swami goes further and he um, amplifies the current situation where education without character science without human values commerce without ethics politics without truth are responsible for erosion of virtue and then he says students should cultivate patriotism that is one aspect but what the students are actually trying to do right now is they are trying to convert their head the mastakam into a pustakam that is they are trying to get worldly wise that is they are trying to enhance their intelligence and cleverness which is not sufficient that's what swami is basically talking about no don't cram your head with facts and figures exactly <laughs> because that's what you know you get you no know, any of the things which you look at Right. Instead of that, you get go back and get the essence of each one of them. That is going to actually bail you out. Interestingly, you know, when this book printing started, I think mm. Gutenberg started that thing. One of the fears of intellectuals of that time was this: you're putting knowledge in hard print, mm-hmm. and generations to come will take it as you know this is what is mm. knowledge. Not reach it. Right. Mm. They will. They will not take it and process it inside and come out with their own uh, you know wisdom. Mm. They will think that this is what the subject is. If you, they, they will believe what right. is printed. Precisely, I mean, I think we mentioned this before. Some of the uh, erstwhile great singers of Hindustani music and Ghazal mm-hmm. singers, they would never lend their voice for recording. Yes. Especially because they would have, you know, they would take one raga and explore it for three exactly. hours. So they will say that don't record my voice because generations to come will think that this raga can be rendered only this way. because the same raga on a different day i will render it completely differently exactly so when swami says that that you know, the head is becoming the book mm. swami is telling i think that the inability to really go into the essence of knowledge just by taking the facts and reproducing it i think we all are <laughs> at least i can talk for myself now i think a typical let's say a typical example of what has happened no you when you talk of gutenberg i think they are now digitizing books on the net right There's right, a right. There, there's an entire uh, yeah. movement to actually digitize. Make. So we have moved on from uh, <laughs> p- printed matter to matter on the yeah, internet. Absolutely. So the and the next step is audio books. Audio books. So you don't want to put even effort of reading it. Right. And in fact, in another way, if you look at it, one thing which is really happening with society is we all want to think, convey, and get answers in binaries. Mm-hmm. No right or wrong. Yes, yes or, or no. no. Yeah. Exactly. You know. something is happening is this correct or not correct but we don't realize that everything is so much in detail and it cannot be told in black and white and i mean if you just look at the way journalism happens today it's like that either you take this side or that side mm. no there is no middle path there is no understanding a complex situation that's what they say you are either with me or you are away from me that's all <laughs> there's no way of no my way or the highway <laughs> no here um, when he says mastakam into pustakam we should go back to the discourse on buddhi which swami gave in the previous series and there very beautifully swami differentiates between medha shakti and buddhi he says medhas or intelligence and cleverness is restricted to bookish knowledge is restricted to day to day knowledge but buddhi which gets inspired by the atma is driving you towards the atman so th- this is the differentiation that swami actually brought out then 
that uh, don't fill your heads with facts and figures which is more like just intelligence right like normally in management what we say is no we always have data and then when you process it, it becomes intelligence <laughs> and after some time we say uh, it becomes uh, knowledge then we call it to knowledge mm. but everybody stops at that point but what you should go is to the next step converting into wisdom and that wisdom will come only when you try to practice it Right. And that's what actually Swami is talking about. Mastakam Pustakam is now. You're only f- putting it in your head without understanding the essence of it and enjoying that and then distilling it and then converting it into your behavior. Without that, you know, at this condition, like in the binary system, as you mentioned, if this happens, let's do this. If this happens, let's do this. Right. Unfortunately, as Macaulay himself says about this uh, education system, he says that, you no, know, I want to convert the intelligent people in India into morons. <laughs> Correct. That's yeah, what yeah. you know. The final thing has been evolving, <laughs> and you know, actually, one of my vice chancellors is asking, if you want to get onto what Swami way of you know, understanding and then make a student, he said, what should we do? I said, first of all, junk the university examination system. Mm-hmm. Because university examination system starts with you know uh, what you call you know, distrust. So, if that is the case, then you know, to just make yourself prove that you know, you're trustworthy. You ask questions which you can memorize. It's it not applied. Uh, and second thing is, is not able to get any essence out of the particular one. So mm. it becomes only factual. So like data, you are not progress beyond data at all. I think precisely 345 days after I completed my master's, I forgot everything I studied. <laughs> 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 really, what? how does it uh, have really changed my field? And I'm sure that's happening to millions. But... But it's needed because that allows you to develop the way of analysis, analytics and understanding. See, the focus should be on that. If you're able to do, then what happens is, we tell them in the class that, no, look, I, you do a lot of case studies. You mean to say in your life, you're going to see only these cases? These situations are not the ones which you're going to face in your life. So don't ask me for hope. If this is the one, what do I solve like? But having done that analysis and say, this is how you should look at arrived solutions, if I know the methodology and the process in which I have to go through, the new situation I'm going to find in my life is going to be now possible for me to handle it. Right. That the, is the basic The beauty difference. is when Swami says, you know, it has to be practiced and when Swami is telling that there should be unity of thought, word indeed. If you look at the way Swami, uh, you know, the, the importance that Swami gave to years of experience when it came to any field, you know, in the ashram, the way Swami, I mean, he built it into the culture of this place where I think as students we knew that disrespecting an elder was a cardinal sin for Swami. Mm. Because he he wanted us to imbibe that respect for experience which comes with being in situations. Not about just learning. Beautiful thing which Swami would often tell devotees who are saying that you're not retiring, I'm retiring you. That importance that Swami gave to the years of being in the field and applying knowledge. I think that Swami put into us by encouraging this respect for elders, respect for seniors and I think that when Swami says that you know there should be unity of thought word and Swami really lived it through in all stages and you know stood as an example. Once it happened in the veranda, mm-hmm. one parent and a father was telling Swami my son doesn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. He repeated two three times Swami was very patient and after some time said at his age what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> so what you do you get back. So if I sure start respecting when I'm young Youngsters are going to show me respect when I become old. What you give, you get back. I mean, it's pure, you know, what you can call the karma theory to start with. <laughs> There's another aspect which, when we're saying, putting it to practice. In this very hall, in the studio, Swami said, knowledge, skill, balance and success. So he says, you have to have knowledge and that has to be skilled with balance. Balance comes when you have a selfless outlook. It's not selfish outlook. And then you get success. Swami said, leads to insight. 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 Swami said, then goes to insight. Because, I mean, at the end of it, I think all our problems are solved only by gut feeling. Hmm. (laughs) Not by going back to theory or, you know. Not using calculator. (laughs) Absolutely. A couple of weeks back, we were going through another discourse for the afternoon satsang program where Swami was defining satya, truth. And Swami said, truth is nothing. I'll give you a simple definition of what truth is. The ability to speak and be in resonance with your conscience. Mm. 
Somebody said that's all it is. It's not about speaking facts. It's not about speaking what is truth as we understand it. Somebody said if you are able to express what your conscience says, that's all it is. That's all truth is. Ajay, that's why the song gives three stages: rhythm, right. nizam, satyam. Satyam. We all have stopped at nizam. Mm. A rhythm is facts. Okay. Mm. Nizam means factual that this is what it is, right. not fact. This is what you know. Somebody hit him. That's all. Mm-hmm. But nizam is why did he hit him? Was was the reason? See, that is what Swami talks about. You know, going to the satyam stage. Mm-hmm. So that means you should know precedence, subsidence, and all those things. What actually actually happened? Then you can make a judgment saying that whether it did really a crime or not. <laughs> right. And again, this beautiful um, quote of the proper study of mankind is man. So he says, um, unless you look within, there is no point in. Um, just blaming the situation i would say rather and um, again this unity of thought word and deed i think swami brought about this even in the previous series when we did the same example swami said satyam and ritam so if if you have unity of all three then it connotes a perfect understanding of mankind right and even the statement which is recurring so many times in the previous series where swami says no we don't want akara manodu we want achara manodu exactly many it's a beautiful thing because uh, the other day i was listening to a talk where the person was defining what is animal nature or rather the nature of any organism he said there are two qualities one is self preservation and self propagation mm-hmm. and if you look at it if you don't get out of these two it's not that you have to give up these two but if you confine your thinking only to these two then you're never growing out of that animal nature to what swami says is an uh, human this when that's why swami is saying that you know don't remain with taking care of your family with using it for comforts for using it for earning there is something more than that of course swami has said it many times and i'm sure swami is going to say it again in the course of this discourse too uh, i think you know about this unity of thought word and deed mm-hmm. i'll give a small example right which makes it easy for us to understand because many times we have don't have the full grip of what this particular unit of thought word and deed means mm-hmm. this happened in the veranda what we call farm boys were there <laughs> father brother and uh, two brothers both of them studied mba one after the other they were waiting for swami to give so what we call the waiting boys but they were in farm mm. so every alternate week swami used to go call them for interview whenever the parents come you know even before they same thing swami say your parents have come call them A lot of interviews also they had and every time you know as if you know is by you know uh, habit when swami has to me some point then swami his the, both the children said swami you are a mother mother and father swami asked him what did you say you are my father father and mother nizangana yes swami <laughs> okay then it happened after a month or so his parents came for a visit and they were there for two days morning and evening None of the time Swami mentioned that no, they have come, nor did he acknowledge, nor did he acknowledge them, nor the ch- children that they have come. So next day they were leaving. So after desperation, that boy, one of them got up and said, Swami, my parents have come. <laughs> <laughs> Swami avoided, went, went to interview, came out. Again, so he said, Swami, my parents have come. Again, you know, avoided. Third time when he came near, said, Swami, parents have come am i now what did you say so my parents have come but last time you said something else hmm. and then said and just walked back hmm. <laughs> saying that no then it struck to me him that no look i already said that no swami you are my father mother if swami is a father mother who are these people who are not come so hmm. what happens you know when you are saying something to swami hmm. we should be prepared what going in every aspect to implement that particular thing which we are going to say correct so that is the one which you know makes us different so it can be as subtle as the simple thing like this mm. and the, through this only you can go to the higher levels of you know what you can call surrender right and i think any time swami asks you more than once to repeat <laughs> it's for you to really think because that when you used to have the children's hour we used to have the conversation mm. the kids say something you repeat the question three times then the truth will come out <laughs> you know we are all like that in front of swami and yeah. it's it's a more an opportunity as, as i said you know so, when you say something to swami swami is giving us an opportunity to stop and 
Look think, at what you've said. Look at what's in your head. And think about it. Think and about are it. you really serious about it? Right. So uh, I think we have another small clip about six minutes. Sure. We'll go through that uh, before the close of this program. Vidyarthulara, Vidyala Nino Kevala Ujjoga Nimittamai Asirin Chetun Timgamiru Premistunnaru. Dear students, you are deluding yourself that education is meant for a job. Ujjoga Manako Vidyaku Mundi Netwundi Sanni Sammandha Bandhaviyani Trunchiveyyari. you have to separate education from the jobs totally education should be for life not for living jeevitam lopala aneka vidhamana ente yokka murugamulu pasupachi murugadalanta kuda nu jeevisthune untunnai jeevitam chaala ka pradhanam kaadu you can see animals birds and bees living a life without any education aakali dappulo topulo pasupachi murugadalu kuda nu jeevisthune untunnai whenever they are hungry or thirsty even animals and birds fill their stomach jeevinchatam kaadu pradhanam living such a life is not important jeevitam anekunte rahasyanni manu telipali who have to understand the subtle secrets of life kaani ee naadu jeevitamulu sambandhinchinatunte yokka vishayalanu maatrame prabodhisthunnaru vidyarangamunandu in education institutions people are teaching only about living jeevitam ante emito deeni vishayanni evvaru kuda nu prabodhinchatam ledhu but no one is caring to teach what life really is manava jeevitam chaala pavitramainatuntadi human's life is divyamainatuntadi divine jeevinchadaginatuntadi it is meant for living itti manavatvani ee naadu manam vismarinchi today we are giving up such human life bhautikamaina laukikamainatuntadi yokka ee panch bhautika sukhamulo nimittamai manamu aneka vidhamulaga prakuladutunnam we are aspiring to enjoy the worldly and physical comforts kanuka manamu భౌతికమైనటువంటి యొక్క అనుకూలములు అత్యవసరమే ఓన్లీ కంఫర్ట్స్ ఆర్ నెసెసరీ కానీ జీవితమంతా దానికే అర్పితము గావించరాదు వన్ వన్ షుడ్ నాట్ డెడికేట్ హిస్ ఎంటైర్ లైఫ్ ప్రపంచంలోని సమస్త వస్తువులు కూడాను ఒకానొక కాలములో మార్పు చెందుతున్నవి ఆల్ ద థింగ్స్ ఇన్ ద వరల్డ్ అండర్గో చేంజ్ వన్ డే ఆర్ ది అదర్ ప్రతి మానవుడు కూడాను ఒకానొక కాలములో పరిచీనించిపోతున్నాడు ఎవరీ మ్యాన్ సీస్ హిస్ ఎన్ one day or the other prati manavudu kodanu okanoka kalamulo parichinchipothunnadu every man sees his end one day or the other kaani manavudu maraninchinappadikini manavudu aashayalu maatram ye naatikini maraninchavu avi chiranjeeviga untuntayi even after man's death man's ideals are always immortal kanukuni ee aadarsha jeevithanni manam anubhavimpa cheyali we should live an ideal life aashayalu manam abhruti parichukovali we should develop great ideals adiye amarathamainatuntivi that is the adiye amrutamainatuntivi that is immortal nectrine itti aasiyalu vidyarthini naadu jagatthuku vyapampa cheyali students of today should spread such ideals by their own example prachina kalam nundi mana bharat deshamu anantamainatunti yokka aatmabodham chalputune vastunnavi right from ancient days our bharat has been teaching spirituality of the highest order aadhyatmika kanasampattiki aalavalamaina bharat deshamunandu bharat which is the birthplace for spirituality ee naadu ashanti akramu anacharamu asatyamu adharmamu anetundi paisaachika pravartulu pralayatharanam chestunnayi and in the same bharat today lack of peace strife agitations and unrighteousness are doing a death dance ee samasyalanu pariharam kaavinchukodaniki vidyarthule tagina samarthulu only students are appropriate persons to solve these problems prema swarupulaina vidyarthulara students embodiments of divine love ee jeevithamulu deshamulaku ankitam gaavinchukune tuvanti yokka bhavamulo mee yokka hrudayanu nimpukovali fill your hearts to dedicate yourself for the కేవలము స్వార్థము 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 సరైనటువంటిది కాదు సెల్ఫిష్నెస్ ఇస్ నాట్ గుడ్ ఫర్ యు ఫిష్ ఇస్ బెటర్ దెన్ సెల్ఫిష్ మానవుడు కేవలము స్వార్థములోనే మునిగి జగత్ అనేటువంటి దీంట్లో సంచారం చేస్తూ జగత్తులో ఉండినటువంటి యొక్క దుర్గుణములను దురాచారములను దుహంకారములను ఏమాత్రం కూడా రూపులే మాపి చేయలేకపోతున్నాడు మ్యాన్ ఫిల్డ్ విత్ సెల్ఫిష్నెస్ has not been able to remove from the world any wickedness evil and any such negative things premanu penchukovali 
అత్యవసరంగా help ever hurt never students should practice this ee rendu lekapovatam chethane ee naati manavudu pratyokka adugu kudanu adharmamlo padutundali today's man is falling into unrighteous life every step because he doesn't observe these two manukulo kudanu satyam sadali potuntundali in every statement that he makes there is no truth because of this chupulo kudanu prema chininchi potuntundali there is no love in his vision because of this prati aashalopana kuda nu duradrishti nashinchipothundadi in every look of his there is no far sightedness prati korika kuda nu swartha roopana dharistundadi every desire is becoming highly selfish manavuni endu abhyudhaya bhavalu adugantipothunnayi progressive ideas are cannot be seen in man at all chalabadipothundadi consciousness is at the lowest level kulamana vedalanta marana homam salputunnayi all the wicked things are making a death dance because of this raga dveshadulu anetundi shetcha viharam salputundayi attachment and our hatred are also developing on a large scale nijamu cheppalanukunte manavatmeye poorthi nashinchipoyindi if one has to tell truth the human qualities themselves are destroyed manaku ee naadu quality kavali kaani quantity kaadu today's need is quality Look at this spoon of cow milk useful why barrels of donkey milk is this spoon of cow yeah, that translation was cut because swami starts off with the next line which we'll love to wait till next week but again a very very powerful clip swami is just getting stronger and stronger with his reprimand <laughs> that's right it's like a school teacher standing with a stick and saying <laughs> right. this is this is also what you did this is also what you did <laughs> but um, here um, the beautiful uh, point which swami says is what is the difference between being an animal and being a human and um, you have, we have that um, regular that shloka ahara nidra bhaya maitunani samanya metat pashubir naranam gyanam so he says the knowledge Uh, that alone is uh, what separates you from being an animal and um, you know i can't <laughs> help but think uh, something very uh, sweet comes to my mind because the intensity with which swami would look at people around students around and say dunna pota <laughs> i really we don't know what swami meant but it was very loving you know um, sometimes i think dunna um, pota is actually a he buffalo and um, are we just roaming around without being sensitive or uh, is it swami reducing our animal nature but he would often say that you know just that came to my mind <laughs> say dunapota no sense of urgency you know when you're driving down the highway and <laughs> exactly there's a herd of buffaloes i mean it's least bothered how much ever you want <laughs> i think that's precisely what swami is telling because as we said in last episode swami's you know we're portraying that sense of urgency in his voice when when he's saying that everything is going ruin and you're ruining the whole society you being uh, when you're wasting this opportunity being human it's really that dunnapota no, dunnapota actually means you know hmm. you're thick skinned so whatever <laughs> okay. it tells it doesn't get into you you don't feel yeah. anything about it that's yeah. a but sir there's this point which i'm saying very strongly that education and job must be disjoined Mm-hmm. I think Swami beautifully did it in the university too. Yes. It's very particular about not having a placement cell, not having campus recruitment. Yes. Swami anything specifically he's told about uh, any of these practices? Yeah. See the thing is what uh, one thing which you know we look at from placement. You no, know, since I came from IIM and all we, we saw right. that you know that is the most important thing you even in evaluation. It, even in the that. penultimate semester yeah. you have the placements. Yeah. So what happens is what we observed in which even when I was studying you now I objected to the uh, authorities in the im was that look in the middle of the last term you are having placement and the moment placement comes the student stop attending the classes oh okay 
So that means the whatever syllabus and which are identified to be taught in that particular period, does it mean that it is waste? If that is not needed, why did you put in the first place then? Exactly. I'll give one more incident which actually happened. One of my colleagues' daughter, she was doing MBA in Chennai. Mm-hmm. Where we didn't have for girls. So she was studying there. After first year, she wanted to go for the uh, summer training. So they also arranged for companies. One of the companies which came was a city bank. So they did an interview and then they asked a lot of questions. She gave beautiful answers and they were so impressed. They said, forget about your project. We'll give final placement itself. We'll give you a job now. Come and join us. We don't mm-hmm. need your degree. We need you, your intelligence, your knowledge, mm-hmm. your abilities. That's what we want. Mm. So what I'm saying is, is that you know, what you're really looking for in a job? Because all education systems are only gravitating towards putting somebody in a company. If companies demanding these things, in fact, one of the you know, finance uh, seminars where all the bankers came, right. all yeah. of them were talking great, you know, we should, we should, we should. At the end, you know, the chairman of the committee asked me, I was sitting in the last row, because I don't normally try to interact, I mean, intervene. But he said, Sir, Sudhir Bhaskar, I want uh, your comments. I told bankers, all of you are talking very nicely about you know, values are needed. Can I ask one question? They said, yes. If values are so important, in your evaluation sheet at the time of interview, do you have a column or a parameter which checks what is the value system of the fellow who is coming in? They said, we don't have. Great. You're, we may not be able to do that. He has been there with you and every day you do an evaluation, performance evaluation, and then you give him increments of promotion. Again in that, do you have a column which just talks about values? See, when in a practice itself, you know, you're not going to give importance to values. You mean it is a person, employee who is working for you. Will you do it? <laughs> will you give importance to it? So, some of them were really shocked when I raised this issue. They said, yes, we are culprits. Because all of them were managing directors and chairmen of you know, public sector, private sector, all the multinational banks. All of them had come. Because, you know, inaugurated Swami and then uh, Reserve Bank uh, Governor had come. Right. All that was done. So, what I'm saying is, that's why we talk, talk about Trikanda Suddhi. Is there consistency in your thought word indeed? Some of them became very good friends of mine later. And they started uh, interacting with me on the phone or, you know, mail. Saying that, you know, can we incorporate this? How do you expect, you know, what are the things we should do in training program to inculcate in them? That shows that they're interested. In fact, um... Swami mentions Deva Preeti Papa Bhiti Sanganiti. You know, um, the beauty of having known Swami and the beauty of having lived with Bhagwan is we did everything as an offering to Him. He insisted more on Deva Preeti than Papa Bhiti. The moment you have love for God, you'll have fear of sin. And morality in society will be automatic. And now, when you try to impose or you try to force in morality, so it's, it's not coming from the source as Swami would often say even if you are being nice to somebody to score a point <laughs> then that's really not a part of you one fail proof way which Swami has actually shown is Deva Preeti Papa Bhiti Sanganiti in that order ah, so that's what I was about to tell yeah. what has happened is this is what Swami has given the sequence mm. many of the interpreters afterwards mm-hmm. I have seen those who give talks in different locations in what you call retreats and all they started reversing saying Papa Bhiti Hmm. Daiva Preeti Sanganiti. <laughs> that means if you start with the fear, hmm. which, sorry, I mean, I, the way I look at it, no, most of the religion activities, if you look at do's and don'ts, they're hmm. all, you know, putting fear first. Hmm. Thereby, are you really being able to develop that love for God? If you have love for God, automatically you will not do commit any sin, isn't it? Exactly. And once you don't commit any sin, obviously you're developing morality in you. And in the rest of the society. Because everybody wants to look at somebody who is practicing. Right. And that's where, you know, right at the beginning when Swami talks about, no, education is for life and not for living. The first example Swami expects is for the teacher. Mm-hmm. Are you? But, you know, uh, this is again an example which I can quote from IIMs and other places, you know, which have elite institutions. Half the time, all the faculty members are busy doing consultancy. Okay. No. Hmm. See what happens Consultancy You earn Institute wants money Because they can't uh, Pass on everything To the 
But the thing is, the, the faculty members who are doing consulting also can retain some part of it. That means apart from salary, he is getting that money. So, it is more favorable to do that. I want to ask, you know, I ask them, no. You tell that no, we should not look for money, but no, we lead a good life and all. What are you doing first? Exactly. I mean, I will become very bad if I go out now. But what I am saying is, this is where the student observes. When the student is observing, he says that no, if my teacher is the one who is after money, why should I not be after money? Exactly. That's why Swami has got the right to tell this because he led a life like that. That's it. I don't know if some of you know what, uh, it's an 8 by 8 room in which Swami is to stay. Right. And you know, since Swami is to do walking there only because he said, if I come out and do walking, everybody will not sleep and they will be running after me. (laughs) So, I don't want to spoil them. So, you are just walking there only. That was his exercise. Yeah. See, Hmm. Swami, everything practiced first. Correct. Like, you know, he used to switch on the uh, fan only after everybody sits. Correct. And before he leaves, he used to switch off and then come out so that everybody... See, that's what practice makes it the thing, you know, for us to follow. Every time. In in fact, I I remember some used to have this habit after eating, he'll take a sip of water from the tumbler and he'll gargle his mouth and drink. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he didn't want to speak. Swami would do this many times. Uh, Probably even that we miss sometimes. I remember when we were once in Swami's presence, Swami said, see, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. You know, calling our attention said, even that much water I don't want to waste. Not water. Whatever food was left in your mouth, right. also it doesn't want also it to go waste. To, right. Absolutely, when Swami says anything like this, it's very, very true. And uh, talking about this last portion where Swami says that entire thing should lead you to help ever hurt never. I think again, in many of Swami's discourses to the MBA people, Swami would say, the perspective of business itself, when you go out to the society and say that, here is an opportunity for me to serve, instead of saying that here is an opportunity for me to milk the society. I think that is the approach you should have when you set up a business, when you you know grab an opportunity in society. That's where the difference you'll find organizations have been for more than 100 years and those who have wound up only after 15 years. Right. In 15 years, they have fantastic profits and all. Now they declare market cap goes up, you know, Share values have gone up very high and all that is great. But you will say one day, one fine morning that either the owner has committed suicide <laughs> or the whole thing is been wound up. See, that's the difference because what is that you are really looking for to communicate to the rest of the society through your activity which is called business which again is God-given. Society has given that particular one. In fact, uh, Ajit Aksar, you would be knowing ITC chairman. Mm-hmm. He was uh, one day when... Uh, was interacting with me, I was just asking them, no, ITC is known for bad things to start with, hmm. cigarettes and all those things. Then he, I talked to him, then we asked him to tell me what is your concept of no profit. Then he said, profit is the reward given by society for the good work you have done to the society. Okay. So just see, he said profit which the society gives to you by buying the product at higher price than what it is, is the reward for the good work you did for the society. I mean, it changes the entire perspective of you know what you consider as profit. Correct. If you now look at some of the companies, tell me what is the back they are doing to society? Except, you know, two years back, they put in the Company Act itself saying that, you know, 2% of your profit should CSR. be spent on CSR. <laughs> but all big companies, Tata's and all those people, or Birla's and all, they have been doing it from day one. Right. And that's why we still have love for them and you know, have regard for them. People would like to join those organizations. Very true. Even if they may not be paying great paymasters. Right. So that's the difference. Absolutely. And I think that's what Swami did all through, especially when interacting with students, be it the students of science or uh, you know the other faculties. Humanizing education was something which Swami did endlessly. Probably, just to conclude, our political science lecturer would say that once Swami walked into his class, he was taking a class. Those days, the classes used to be in the Ishrama school. And Swami stood there for some time and listened to his lecture. And Swami and said, actually went and sat in the last bench. Okay, sat in the last bench. Mm-hmm. And Swami asked, so what are you teaching the students? Mm. And he said, Swami, today the topic is liberty. Okay. Swami said, very good. Mm. Teach about liberty, but now and then teach about liberation also, Swami said. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, that's really the essence and... To be a student in Swami's class is what this program is giving us an opportunity. So dear listeners, with this we conclude this week's Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam. On behalf of all three of us, we offer this humble effort of ours at Swami's lotus feet. 
Thank you for being with us. Do join us again next week. Jai Sai Ram. Sai Ram. You just heard an episode of a radio series. Shravanam, Mananam, Nidhityasanam. Listen, reflect and absorb. This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 21st January 2016, Professor Sudhir Bhaskar, director of Radio Sai, participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1991 dear listeners to listen to the next part of this program tune in same time next week please to write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener@radiosai.org thank you and sairam from prashanthi nilayam 